All right, we're recording. Hey, girl. What's up? Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. I have a revelation. Oh, come on. I feel like this is something that we probably discussed several times, and I just need to reiterate this point. As you continue to grow and elevate in your space, understand and truly understand and recognize that you will be attacked. Your spirit, your environment, your space, you have to work so consciously to protect your space because when you are leveling up and you are transforming, you're elevating and during times of transition, the negative spirit will come to attack you in many ways than one and you won't even recognize how it's coming for you right you you may it may come wrapped in 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 a bow it may come disguised as a gift it may come disguised as a friend it may come masked you don't know how it's coming, but do beware and understand that it will come when you are on the plight to excellence. When you are a light and you provide um, such an aura and an energy, people recognize that, especially people who are full of darkness. Mm-hmm. And granted, the intention might be to take from your or, or to be surrounded by you because they want they recognize your light and they recognize your spirit and your energy but at the end of the day if they're not right within that's going to pour over into you and your environment into your space Mm -hmm. so you have to be careful and very cautious of the energy that you walk into even even if it's and and really the main message that i have for you today is that you have to trust your intuition and your spirit if spirit told spirit told me not one not two times, but three times Saturday, not to go to this party <laughs> in the middle wow. of a global pandemic. It told me wow. three times I lost the key to a rental car that I rented. Shit. That was the first message. Like, okay, bitch, maybe you should stay your ass at home. Right. Second one, I don't even remember. All, it doesn't even matter. But I got three different signs that I should not have been around a bunch of people and a bunch of spirit, a bunch of energy. Um, and because I didn't listen to spirit, the universe said, well, I'm about to teach you. I tried to just do knock you over your head a little bit when you lost the key, but because right. you didn't listen to me and stay your ass at home. Mm-hmm. Now I'm about to drag you across the flow. So now you're whole night upside down because you decided not to listen to the first three signs not even just the first sign. You got three different signs to tell your ass that this may not be the time for you, you know, to be around. So I just want us to always lead with um, intention, lead with this, with with listening to and leaning upon spirit, also to trust and rely on your intuition. This is something that I struggle with because I always know. I always know every single yeah. time. And we talked about it on the podcast. We talked about it off the record, on the record, whatever the fuck. I'm just like, why is it and i know why it's because i care about people and i always choose i'm getting emotional sorry it's okay i always choose people before myself 
And that's my problem. Like, I always choose people before myself and I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I don't know how to be selfish. I really don't. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my friend about it and she was like, it's not that you have to be selfish um, or lose the selflessness to who you are. You just have to choose you first. Yeah. Um, And so I'm learning. I'm trying. Um, But I learned a lot this weekend about, I mean, literally in less than 24 hours, I learned so many things to be more responsible, to slow down. I move really, really fast when I'm like excited or like Mm -hmm. ready to have a good time, you know, um, for other people, you know, because I could, I'm, I'd be so fine by myself. So it's like, but then it's just like, too, I don't want to get to a point where it's like, I don't trust anybody's energy that I, I shelter or hide mm-hmm. in, in my own space and it's like right. not talk to people. So it's just learning the balance and really just trusting, like I said, in myself and my intuition, what, what, what I'm like damn near psychic and I really never trust what it is that I already know about myself. And I, 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 I'd be mad at myself like all the time. Right. Like, bro, you know better. Also, yeah. another thing that I have to mention, just because this is important too, is that all of your choices, literally every single choice is important and significant from whether you decide to put your left pant leg on or your right whether you decide to put one key in your hand or the other, every step that you make, all of these are choices that you make. And the less choices that you have to make throughout the day, the better. And that's something I read a long time ago about successful and like wealthy people. They make fewer choices, mm-hmm. um, like down to I'm going to wear the same white shirt, blue jeans and sneakers, mm-hmm. because the less choices you have to make, the more opportunity and time you can spend on something else. And so... Right. Um, just really being conscious of your choices and like your moves. Um, I just urge everyone to just trust themselves, especially during these times. Like, you know yourself better than anybody right now. We've had enough time with self to recognize what we need and what we don't need. So yes, rely on spirit, lead with spirit. And um, just, yeah, I love y'all. And Oh, we love you too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Um, I really kind of wanted to do a double header revelation here, but sure. you know, you know what you said was so impactful. I feel bad for almost taking it in the petty note that I want to take. Let me just say, I've been being tested late, lately in so many different ways. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. The main way is, I, well, I've always just been a person, you know, when Kelly Rowland said, you know, I'm not going to dish you on the internet because my mama taught me better than better that. Better than that. She I, second grade, Erica, really took that to heart and I've carried it with me. It's only been really one or two times that I've gotten out of character with somebody over the internet. Mm-hmm. And that's because they've directly gotten out of character with me. I don't believe in subtweeting, especially not with friends and stuff. Because if you subtweeted me, you're not my friend. Cause right. You can call me. Exactly. exactly. And, you know, you could have expressed yourself. Um, so, but 
I want people, I think social media has given people this false sense of um, confidence. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to tread lightly because I don't want to say that you should not have confidence, but I want you to, when you think that I'm thinking about you, I want you to then look within yourself and think, why would Erica be thinking about me? Bruh, that's that's legitimately my thing. It's like I all I do is mind my business. So why is it that I'm always on your mind? Why would Eric And if I am, leave that in your head. You ain't gotta yeah. express that to me. I don't give a fuck. If it why do you think I love that people think, you know, that people are growing in their confidence and thinking highly of themselves, but please just think back on why you think so highly of yourself that you think that you are a main subject in my mind. I am not thinking about you. I take a lot of pride in being able to not speak on something directly and allow other people to, you know, speak to the wind and make themselves look foolish. Because mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you can never turn back and say, oh, well, Erica said X, Y, Z. What did Erica say? Erica didn't say right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like, it's, please, please, just. <sighs> Fuck these folks, first of all. Second of all, I agree with everything you said, though, seriously. <laughs> like, because. <laughs> I just really just, I, I just can't fathom because I just, I don't be having the time. Like, I'm trying to, that's what I'm, I'm bitch, I'm getting too much money to hate. Larry June, the prophet said this. <laughs> he said this. Y'all go listen to that song. Y'all go listen to Larry June. He be dropping so many gems, but I'm, I'm done with it. I just want to let people know that um, and just make a public statement and say that I don't give a fuck about none of you niggas, bitches, white folks, (laughs) white, uh, white passing. Yeah. I just don't, I I just don't have, I don't have the, the energy to acknowledge or to care or whatever about anything that is not adding dollar signs to my bank account I mean zeros to my bank account or feeding my spirit in a positive and spiritual way I don't have the bandwidth to deal with majority of the bullshit that's happening in the world so I'm just like taking a moment to just like yeah I don't have time for childish things and I especially don't have time for childish things or behavior from people who are older than me um it just does not younger older same younger older but especially if you're older because i'm looking at you like you too fucking old for this shit (laughs) so so i i just really don't have it um you know sometimes you just realize when things are just not gonna serve you and you just realize when things have run its run its course and i'm a firm believer and maybe this is something that i need to speak with my therapist about maybe this is the wrong thing but i'm a firm believer and if you know if you realize in, in that very moment that this is not the way that you want to go, you have, you're well within your right 
to remove yourself from whatever situation that is and not really have to explain yourself about the situation either. Pert. As long as you wish them well and go on about your business, you really shouldn't have too much more to say about me. Peace. And I don't Bye-bye. have shit to say about you. Well, good riddance to all of the that, honey. Child, good riddance. Like, and I, I probably gave in a little bit. I probably did a little bit too much. That might have been contradictory, but I just had to get that off real quick because I'm, I'm sick of. Child, ain't nobody like. Please go on somewhere with that bullshit. Anyway, hey, hey girlfriends. girlfriends. Hey girlfriend. Hey girlfriend. <laughs> I'm Sammy. It's me. <laughs> And we are back for another episode of Girlfriends Podcast. I really enjoyed that revelation. I think that was one of the realest that we've had this year. Um, And it was much needed. So thank you for allowing me that time. Thank you. I I appreciate you allowing me that time as well. Um, We're going to have to, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's It's all right. We're moving forward. That's the best thing about life is that, you know, you continue to just press it forward. So absolutely exciting shit. We're going to move forward with our WCW. I'll go first. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Cause I found this on Twitter and I have it right here. So I wanted my WCW to be Jasmine Twitty. That's Mm -hmm. T-W-I-T-T-Y. She's the black woman um, who made history when she became the youngest judge at age 25. Wow. Ever be appointed or elected in the United States, which I'm wondering how she did that shit because law school, like, I don't know. I didn't really look into this and I don't know. I mean, there's picture proof. She's sitting, um, you know, this is South Carolina in the city of Easley. So she's sitting behind the little judge situation mm-hmm. um, in the courtroom. <laughs> so I mean, I, I guess almost wanted that. to stay behind the pool pit, but that's the wrong room. That's the wrong. wrong room. That's the room we need to be in. Child, the upper behind room. Behind the pool. Okay. The upper room behind the pool pit. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, she's not a pastor. She is a the youngest judge that was appointed um, or elected, rather in the United States at the age of 25. So shout out to Jasmine Twitty. I saw this on Twitter. If it's not facts and you're older than 25, whatever, it's still, still a great accomplishment that you are sitting as a judge. We need more black women in the courtroom. Absolutely. To protect our community. Absolutely. And serve our community. So thank you. Love that. Shout out to her. Um, my WCW this week is Don Richard um, because she just announced a, a partnership with Adult Swim. Um uh-huh. I'm getting this uh, from wrapup.com, but um, she teamed up with Adult Swim for a new creative project that will spotlight diverse artists on on Adult Swim's online and linear platforms. Um, she's the first Black artist to serve as a creative consultant for the channel, and she will create other opportunities um, for Black creatives. So shout out to Dawn. Um, I vaguely remember I'm like digging way back into my memory bank here but I remember watching Making the Band and Don was like doing comics and stuff like first of all she was the one that came up with the the name Danity Kane mm-hmm. but she was like doing com like she was really into comics and like drawing and stuff like that and mm-hmm. so she kind of like created these little characters for them and stuff so it was super cool to see like 
that she's kind of kept that and is full now circle. carrying yeah and it's full circle now and to like bring this to adult swim like i'm really excited for her so that's shout out to dawn also shout out to dawn just because we really don't give uh dawn richard what she deserves um musically she is an incredible artist um you know there's a reason why she made the cut clearly um and you know made the other cut too um when he told them girls to go home Child. Child. that was so messy i had to that i watched the band was messy but I watched, he was so messy for the way he went about that like oh my gosh that's why I'm like, we don't need a new making a band. Just put the old ones up, child. Yeah, well, I do want to see the old ones again. I watched Day 26 being formed. That was fun. Okay. I want to watch I want to watch the band fight and get their studio privileges revoked. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't watch that. Okay. But yeah, shout out to Don Richard. Also, just shout out to like being consistent with your passions and like things that you know yeah. you never know when it can happen but if you continue to have that in the forefront of your mind or like in your mind at all just like the things that you want to accomplish mm-hmm. it can still happen for you you know as long as you have breath in your body and you're Amen. you are functioning you can do the things that you always wanted to do think i want everybody who's listening to this to really like think back at your your childhood and some of the things that you were really super passionate about as a child and see if you are doing any of those things today because those were your true your most authentic passions um and just to see like you said with don that coming full circle that's just so that makes me so happy because i'm like wow there's so many things that i haven't accomplished that may not necessarily align with what it is that i'm doing now but it's still something that I want to do or I'm passionate about and you can still do that shit. Yeah. So it's remind yourself. A, yeah. It's also just a huge lesson in pay, a lesson, excuse me, in patience because mm-hmm. I mean, that was what damn near 10 years ago that I remember her doing that mm-hmm. on the show. And now, you know, look at her, who knows how long that's been like an interest for her, you know what I'm saying? And for so long, I mean, even what you just said about childhood passions, like literally what started me back up on like, writing and like taking all this shit seriously me cleaning my room and finding all of this old classwork all of these old notes songs that I was writing in like middle school and shit like that like all of these different things and I'm like wow you was actually out here writing for real what the fuck happened like mm-hmm. what what happened along the way that made you stop doing this and made you stop like expressing yourself in that way you know what i'm saying and i think once you tap into that and start to like heal whatever stopped you then it's only up from there great wonderful what you been on girl on the music tip I'm like, yeah, specify because I've been on bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, what have I been on in music? Um, honestly, low Millie shit. That's what I've been on. Low Millie shit. That's okay. what I was about to say. Ho. Literally that. <laughs> ho, why is you here? Okay. But I'm not going to lie. Um, out of the however many songs are on, it's what, 12 songs? I only downloaded four of, of them because I couldn't do the whole album personally. Now, I understand that it's not for me. I think that her album's not for me. Um, but I do like four songs and I keep those in rotation. And I'll, I'll let you say what you like about it before I say which songs I like. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I like the whole thing. Um, you know, I did hear that a lot of people were like, because uh, some people were saying like her voice and stuff like that. Like it's a lot. I personally don't mind it at all. It's kind of one of the things that um, caught my attention to her as an artist where I was like, oh, okay. Like, 
I kind of like this like matter of fact uppity like you know she reminds me like her voice reminds me of baby Tate young baby Tate Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. like yeah. it's cute, it's cute for sure. Yeah, but for for me, I guess it became repetitive, which is mm-hmm. the issue that I have across the board with music. And it don't have nothing to do with Flo Millie. She's doing her and her team did a fabulous job. They're doing a great job with mm-hmm. doing what works. Short ass songs, redundant lullabies, like that's what works. So I'm not, it's no shade to the project at all. I, like I said, I like four of them and the four of those songs I will continue to play. But like, overall, I know that that music is not necessarily for me. She's young, like she's like, this is what people want to hear, period. Yeah, I think it'll go up. Like this is definitely like bad bitch, you know. Energy. Energy, you know, when we finally are able to like uh, go out and about without the fear of dying. then you know i think this is like something great to put on in retrospect with your homegirls as y'all are getting ready to go out somewhere you know yes i do agree with that it's definitely that um but i really enjoy and wow as soon as i said i i was about to go in my screen goes black um i like 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 that bitch in the party yeah week and send the addy like those are my favorites for me, it's like that bitch. I mean, I'm not even counting in the party and B flow mix because I like those already. Um, but like that bitch, uh, pockets bigger is my shit. Um, weak, and then um, not friendly is my shit also. I did like not friendly too. Yeah, because um, she using some very like 2000s, like when we was in middle school ass samples, and I'm like, oh. That's my other thing. Like she's super influenced, you could tell, like and inspired by a lot of like, like she does she's done her history. She's not like just some young girl who just like came into music, right? Like she you could tell she really enjoys music. And I also like that she's southern. She's from Alabama. Mm-hmm. You we ain't really had like Yeah. Wow. We well, haven't said, had an I'm artist. from Alabama. I said, wait, hold on, run that back. Right. So she said she, something about bitches from Mobile. I'm like, Mobile where? Right. She is a Southern girl. She's from Alabama. She putting off her city. I fuck with it because it's not really nobody that came out of Alabama. You think about it like that is that has puts had on that much success Alabama. or puts on for Alabama. No. They probably like, oh, I moved to Atlanta when I was younger. So Yeah, kind of like how Knoxville do. I mean, Usher do with like Tennessee. Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga? I think either Chattanooga or Knoxville, one of them. I know it's not Nashville. Um. Well, yeah, Ho Why Is You Here? Y'all check that out, Flo Millie. I definitely like that. Um, there's a project from Currency that just came out. Currency and Harry Franco, I think. Or, mm-hmm. I I've heard know. about this. Yeah, it's called The Outrunners. Um, he has features from Rick Ross, Conway, uh, Jim Jones, Wiz Khalifa. It's good. Like, I would get into it. It's, it's Wiz. I mean, it's not Wiz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Currency. So it gives Currency vibes. It's right. not really much to really, like, elaborate on that. But I do fuck with Currency, so I have to make mention. Um, of course, Gun is one of Deluxe. Uh, he added a few songs to the Wanna Project, which I enjoy. Um, I, I can't even tell you which songs I like most. I just really fuck with the whole project. And it took me some time to fuck with Wanna. Um because I hadn't, it's just like I hadn't been in a space or the mood to really listen to rap music for real. Mm-hmm. But um, it's great. So I enjoyed that. Um, and then uh, there's a song called Baghetti by Smino Jid and Kenny Beats. That's good too. 
It's like a very, it's a three minute song, super short, but it's like cute little cover art. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, I finally got into the uh, Catronada and Lucky Day. I have been playing that nonstop. Nonstop. The, the best song days. ever. It's so good. I love Catronada. Shout out to my so husband. Much. I love Lucky Day. Actually, and my last pick is, for, is uh, featuring Lucky Day as well. Um, what is it? Buddy and Lucky Day have a song called Faces. I um, saw that. I really like Buddy. Um, I like so good. Lucky Day as well. Um, he's one of the few men with maturing dreads um, that I would give, you know, the keys and security codes to. Um, relax, relax. That's my husband. Relax. I'm, I'm giving him props. I'm telling him that he's an anomaly. Um, listen. I'm just saying, not too much. Okay, girl. No, just kidding. Because you know that's how I feel about Yaya. And like, we're not even. Go- oh, shout out to Yaya for the Emmy. Shout- I was gonna shout out Bay when we got into the TV and stuff, but since we're here, um, you know, me and my husband were so thankful for all of the well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to Yaya and all of the other amazingly talented Black folks who have been nominated for Emmys today. Um, We're recording this on Tuesday, clearly. Um, Issa, Yaya, Regina King, Zendaya, um, Cicely Tyson, just everybody. The the field is so... um, so diverse this year. Carrie Washington for Little Fires Everywhere got her nom. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not give one to Reese Witherspoon, which I was very surprised at. Actually, they snubbed the fuck out of Reese Witherspoon twice on two different roles. They snubbed her for Little Fires Everywhere, and they snubbed her for The Morning Show. I was very Damn. surprised at that. Because, you know, the, the people love Reese. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, the people do love Reese. That's true. And I feel like if, you know, her getting snubbed for the morning show, we're just going to just flow right into TV. Um, <laughs> her getting snubbed for the morning show was surprising, but like kind of sort of understandable when you stack her performance next to Jennifer Aniston's, which mm-hmm. I think really showed the fuck out in the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, but her getting snubbed for Little Fires Everywhere was actually very shocking to me. Yeah. I, I, I her and Carrie were going to both pull that down. Like, yeah. Know? Yeah, me too. But sucks. Um, it, is what it, is. it is what it is. Like, I, I you know... I do like it Reese, what it is. but I do like Reese. Speaking of snubs, um, I don't, I really don't know how to say her name correctly. Who? I'm, or obviously you can't, what, but uh, from where? A genre, a genre, uh, I'm just going to A. Ellis. Her last name is Ellis, but she played uh, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark in the Clark Sisters oh. uh, TV uh, movie. Special. And yeah. I just knew when she threw that shoe in that sanctuary that that was going to submit her nomination for limited series, you know, best actress in a limited series or something like that. At least give us best supporting actress in a limited series. You know, I don't know how the people at Lifetime were campaigning. Um, Maybe they could have gone along a little harder. I'm not sure. But y'all missed out on that one because she did what the fuck she had to do. And if anybody would really love to tell me how to pronounce her name, I've been trying to figure out how to pronounce her name ever since she was in Ray and I was a child. Oh, yeah, so, she was in Ray. Yeah, like, I really hate that I, I can't say her name correctly. I'm not. It's okay. We're going to figure it out. Um, figure it out. But yeah, still, either way, shows, 
Um, I have been watching. Oh, Greenleaf. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're listen, and we're talking. The episode, the new episode, is airing right now. But we talked earlier about being tested, mm-hmm. and when I tell you the Greenleafs were tested in a way like. Basically, if you've been watching, I'm just going to give a brief overview. If you have not, then this is just going to be, you know, enough for you to get you going, but not enough to spoil too much. Um, Mm -hmm. But basically, you know, the Greenleafs have lost Calvary Child. They done sold the Calvary down to the white folk. Um, You know, Charity has gotten fired from the church. So everybody is back together, you Mm -hmm. know, on one accord. Um, You know, they have uh, Basie Skanks child and all his siblings are still up to their tomfoolery um but we now know basie is dead according to tasha skanks and that latoya luckett is still out there um somewhere well she she came back in this episode or in last week's episode um and just uh anyway but they have another sister and um the other sister she is a little uh she seems to be less evil than both basie and latoya um, I can't remember. Rochelle is her name. Let me stop calling mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Rochelle. <laughs> Rochelle. She's a lot less evil. You know, she runs like a, a, um, a shelter and, you know, like a kind of a community church all in one together. And she really, she doesn't have much. It's very, it's a very humble operation. Um, but she's doing the Lord's work with what she has. And so, you know, it all comes back to the house and whether or not, you know, the house, uh, was actually supposed to go to the green leaves and, you know, um, the skanks, father, like, uh, was he supposed to, you know, was he killed, uh, for the green leaves to get the house, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so basically, uh, this girl, she kind of wants to exercise her rights. You know, she says she, you know, she knows she doesn't really have a strong legal claim because basically the house was willed. The house was owned by some old white lady. And then she willed it to this black man, um right exactly he must have been laying some pipe or so what's going on (laughs) that's that's the tea we i think we get into this week okay because they're trying to figure out who why what's the connection what was it about like why (laughs) how did they even know each other you know right yeah he was laying some pipe you know black men know how they knew each other (laughs) he knew some things he knew all up and through that. All right. Okay. <laughs> he put on that buddy in that lucky day. They was making Come on. Okay. okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're trying to figure out all that. She's, you know, and then after, of course, he his untimely death, that's when the will was redone and the house mm-hmm. was left to the Greenleafs. Um, so she's saying, like, I know I don't have a strong legal claim, but I'm just, you know, thinking about basically what God would want her to do with a house like that. She's like, I can really take what I'm doing here and do that times 10 and really create, you know, a shelter. And of course, you know, they sent, uh, they sent the Greenleaf men to go talk to her twice. Like Jacob went to go see her. That of course did not go well. Bishop went to go see her. That of course went like, it went okay, but not the greatest. So they send Lady May. So she's telling all of this to Lady May. Like, she's like, think of what I could do, you know, with all of what you guys have you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i at least want to try and so lady may walks out of this situation like i think we have to give her this house like god is telling me we have to give her this house and -hmm. everybody else is and 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 it's so crazy because when god will tell you something that is like not the most popular thing to do you know and like lady may like she you could tell she was like disappointed but she's like no like the lord is telling me like this is what i have to do this is what we should be doing like right 
and that, you know, we'll figure it out and everything will be okay. And just as they are sitting up, they both go to her uh, shelter situation and are about to tell her, listen, we are going to give you this house. It's not going to be no back and forth. We're going to follow God's, you know, God's word and give you this house. As soon as they go to do that, damn her, uh, Rochelle answered it though. So now her whole credibility has been shattered because, you know, you're thinking that she's like the good sibling, mm. but you're now you're, you know, we don't know what kind of plan you done cooked up with your, with your right. sister who done already conned Bishop and then out of millions of dollars, child. Millions of dollars. Millions yeah. of dollars. I heard, I heard okay. Rochelle was, was evil on the show. Okay. She was putting it down. She was laying it low and spreading it wide as Evelyn Braxton would say. Um, prayers to the Braxton family uh, while we're speaking on it. We never spoke about Tamar, but prayers to the family, prayers to Tamar. We hope that, um, you know, she's really, doing well. Yeah. She's doing well and that she continues to push through. Um, yes. But yeah, child, Greenleaf is a mess. Girl, that's what that show is a mess. It's I a can't mess. keep up. But I enjoy it, child. You know? <laughs> but I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> my other show I'm gonna talk about really quickly. Um, we just randomly started watching me, my mom, and my sister started watching this show called In the Dark. It's on mm-hmm. Netflix, it comes on mm-hmm. CW. Um, mm-hmm. and we're still like on season one. Um, but it's actually very good. It's about a young lady named Murphy. She's blind, and so she is but she uh one of her closest friends has been murdered mm-hmm. and she kind of takes it upon herself to figure out who did it and why um and it's very like not normal for her to be doing this because uh her mom in the show said you know mercy murphy doesn't really care about anybody or anything like Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna have to accept that like she told that to one of the people at her job like it's taken me 27 years to learn it and i've just let it go um i said okay well that sounds very wide of you ma'am um but (laughs) Either way, it's a really dope show. I highly suggest y'all um, watch it. And it teaches you some new things. Like, I like learning about, um, like, I think that's why we need more people, um, more differently abled people in television and in movie. Like, we need that representation because it kind of just exposes you to how those people live their lives. Like, you know, I would have never you know, not that I would have never known, but it just would have never dawned on me if, you know, I had a friend who was blind that I would need to walk them around my room and tell them this is here. And you know what I'm like? Like the simple things like that, that we take for granted as people who can see, see. Mm -hmm. you know, um, even I said this years ago when uh, we were watching Master of None, when that was still coming on and they had that whole scene where it was um, a deaf, you know, lady, communicating like in a store and mm-hmm. it went silent for like two three minutes and I look up and I'd have missed all of this dialogue because she was doing ASL so um yeah I, I really think that um that's kind of that needs to be a part of you know this whole diversity push that Hollywood is doing like let's just if we all talk about how everybody needs representation like let's really make sure that everybody gets the representation you know it should right people who are differently able it shouldn't be taboo like right at this point they've been around us all of our lives you know what i'm saying like right they're human beings just like the rest of us so we need to see their stories too i agree um i wanted to just talk briefly about a movie that i was watching in the late night um on sunday i think 
uh, called The House That Jack Built. And it, I want to say, was on Netflix. And it is about a serial killer, a psychopath. And he, and it's, it explores his OCD. It explores like all of the elements of like who he is as a, or who, what I guess people who do have this sort of like mental disorder or like a f- infatuation with killing people. It explores like all of the things that they deal with. So like OCD is a big thing. So he like, it showcases him like going back into his victim's home and space several times checking oh, wow. like like it shows his mind or what he's thinking and i don't know i just thought it was really strange i also was really really geeked um <laughs> so i i didn't even finish like i was so tired i couldn't finish the whole movie but it was so it had me so intrigued and we were literally watching it with music so i'm just reading the subtitles i'm not even oh, but God. the visuals but i'm just saying like even like imagine not listening to it at first like I wasn't even listening to it, but I was so captivated. I'm listening to music and reading the subtitles to a movie that's like in English. Like that's how you know it was actually really pretty good. So I would check that out. I mean, it's also kind of a little creepy. So we don't really talk about those types of shows that often, but I do think that um, it's something different uh, that you guys can explore and check out. So The House That Jack Built is the name of that one. And um, it's on Netflix. Cool. Cool. All right, girl. Um, so we're not going to get into much of a sip necessarily, but we do yeah. have to address what's going on with, first off, yeah, we have to address what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion. She just recently uh, put out a statement. I wouldn't say put out a statement, but she was on her Instagram live mm-hmm. and she was speaking on, you know, just her recovery process, what she's been dealing with, what she's been struggling with. And honestly, you know, she talks about how she got shot in both her feet. So yeah. that's, let's start there. That's, those are the facts. She got yeah, shot in both of her feet. We haven't really covered this on the show at all, but for those who are listening, who are like under the biggest rock, um, Meg the Stallion, she got shot a couple of weeks ago. She was hanging out with Tory Lanez, apparently, allegedly. Tory Lanez is the person who shot her in the foot and um you know details are still very unclear um ultimately it is none of our business but the um the reception or i guess the the feedback i don't want to say feedback but the reaction to people hearing excuse that's the word the reaction that people uh had when hearing that she got shot um was just really disappointing really disheartening a lot of it came from black men and I don't want to sit up here and, and do this whole thing with y'all and put y'all on the spot like this, but it's a thing that needs to happen. So, um, yeah, she, a lot of people were making fun of her, making jokes and, um, people getting shot is not a joke at all. Yeah. I think like you said, uh, with the internet and social media, like people feel extremely confident to talk on things and then they, they try to, um, I mean, we're so desensitized that like, you know, even when people are dealing with real shit and I was so happy that she was vulnerable and confident enough to get on her Instagram live and share that with us, but she really did not have to. She did not. And she tried to keep it together as best as she could, you know, but when she started speaking about, 
how she's literally lost both she's 25 she doesn't have either of her parents with her she lost her grandmother as well mm-hmm. all in the same time frame and it's just like you know she's like her mom's her best friend and she starts to tear up and I'm just like wow to have that sort of vulnerability and to be that transparent with your fans mm-hmm. is something that a lot of one a lot of celebrities don't owe to us one but two that she's willing to share and I think that that is um just shows how much of a real bitch she is and I respect her she never talks about who did this to her um obviously she probably can't you know due to like legality things but um I think that I'm just asking that you know and I'm happy also that she recognized and she made it very aware that she is not uh that she knows that she had gotten too, like she started moving too fast. Similar mm-hmm. to what I was talking about before. She started moving too fast, being around the wrong people, not really evaluating the relationships and the, the uh, access that people have to you right. as you continue to climb and become successful. It's very difficult. And because she doesn't have her mom, who was also in the industry who could guide her because she didn't doesn't have her in the present world and just the spiritual world, it's you, you have to be more grounded to connect right. there and to really understand that you 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 got to be cautious. Like these people yeah. do not have your best interests at heart, especially out here in the hills. Like you got to just be careful. And I'm, I'm grateful that she acknowledged that and that she is, um, you know, just walking in her, her, uh, her light. Yeah. Um, I, I love all of what she said, but I, I really even, I just hate the fact that it had to be brought to this point. I hate the fact that Meg had to get up on Instagram like, excuse me, as cute as she was, she looked great, okay? I hate that she had to get up on Instagram live and cry and be vulnerable for people to really understand how serious the situation is and that it's not a joke. Like, you know, you got people out here posting me 50 cent posting memes and they want to re you know, roll it back and apologize. Cause you know, Oh, he didn't realize that it was like, really like what, as a person who's been not shot nine times before, what about getting shot? Do you not really find this find funny? Do you like, find I'm, funny? I'm so confused. I, sometimes I really think, did you need 10? Okay. To realize, did you need 11, 12 bullets? I don't, how many bullets 50 cent is it going to take for you to stop laughing at folk pain because nobody laughed at yours as much as you monetized off of it quiet as it's kept Mm. okay Mm. stop that bullshit i'm i'm very i'm very 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 fucking tired of black women putting the the race on our backs okay and then as soon as something happens to us, it's a joke or it's not that serious. You know what I'm saying? Or nobody, nobody. We're just never it. feeling protected. Never, never feeling, feeling prote- safe. Exactly. I never, I didn't, I never, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in an environment with my, my brothers or my brother's friends not feeling safe. They right. always, and you can attest to this, like, you know, being around my brother and stuff like He's a, my older brother, speaking of my older brother, but like, he's a very Southern, we're close in age, but he's a very Southern gentleman, like down to it. At the end of the day, very charismatic. He's not going to seek out any trouble, but one thing about it, yeah, fuck with his people. Okay. Especially a woman, knowing that you were raised by women. That's what I don't understand about about black men. It's like you were literally, we birthed you. 
We birth you. We birth your children. How do you not have that respect for, like, how does it get to a point, Tory Lanez or whoever it was, where you pull out a gun to shoot somebody? You know what I mean? A woman at that, like, is she, did she intimidate you that much? Because I know, I know at the end of the day, there's no reason and no excuse, nothing that she could have said or done to you to make you pull out a gun yeah. and shoot her in the feet. Like, I... I still don't understand. But what I was saying was like, even when I was around my brother's friends, um, like I just always felt very safe. Like I could go outside and be, just feel like I'm protected by my neighborhood down yeah. to people who are not even my family. You know what I mean? So now in this time, it's like, everybody is so concerned and so, uh, so infatuated with self that they don't acknowledge that the only way that we grow is community and protecting one another and like really being present for one another. Right. And I, and I don't think people realize that when you, when black women heal, like regardless of whether or not we want to be, you know, responsible for, um, for people's healing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and teaching people things. Cause please believe we're tired of doing it. We do it all the time and we're tired. We're tired of saving folks. We're tired of saving this country from itself. We're tired of like, it's very exhausting to always have to be the ones to step in and make some shit right. You know what I'm saying? Even now the whole fact that y'all got Joe Biden even considering having a a black female VP is because, you know, black women got uh, Doug Jones elected to the Senate in Alabama overwhelmingly. And all of a sudden it was listen to black women and even though we, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all want to, it's always, we got to come in and fix some shit. Yeah. Captain Savaho. I'm exactly. tired of it. I and told you like, I'm done. Who, who is going to come in and pour into pour into us and fix us? Because when we begin to be healed, that's when everybody else, like y'all, y'all feed off of that. So I, I'm just not understanding. She said in a tweet, you know, black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about, but this is my real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. And like getting shot is no joke. I don't yeah. understand. I couldn't fathom the internet at that moment because I'm right. like, like some I had to of, get off. I had to just log off. Some of the stuff like in response, like her people's predictions to what she would respond to in a song were, I'm not gonna lie, like pretty damn good in terms of like the lines and the lyrics. But I'm also like the memes and the other things. And like, I mean, just commenting on it in general was just out of, out of line like why why do we even why do we take it there all the time like yeah. especially when it comes to our people like i i'm not gonna say that if kylie jenner were in that situation that i would have the same sentiments but i still wouldn't talk about someone getting shot you know but what see, i mean if kylie jenner got shot this would be a completely different conversation that's what i'm saying though that's what yeah. i'm saying because it wouldn't this wouldn't be the conversation this would, yeah. it wouldn't even be the narrative you know right. what i mean it would be it would be and, pre- Kylie. And, and the whole the whole idea of like these some of these podcasts like no uh i don't even have to discuss which ones they were but like having interviews trying to protect um 
I mean, trying to make an excuse for why she could have possibly gotten shot. Like trying to understand like, oh, you know, I heard from somebody who was there that my sources told me that she was popping off in the mouth, shit like that. Like, what are you talking about? Drea, what are you talking about? There was so, like, people were just saying things and it's like, y'all really? Can I speak on Drea? No, I don't even. worry about your children, how they're eating, Right. Okay. Right. How they're sleeping at night. You worry about um getting that baby's homework done since a couple of years ago you was complaining about signing the damn homework. And look at you now. You gotta teach the damn homework. Right. And you 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 as a mother have bigger fish to fry and other things to worry about. Okay. You I just don't feel like I'm tired of people saying things and then coming back to apologize. Like we just have to be more careful about the things that we say and how we say them, why we say them, you know, just be more intentional. I'm tired of people. I'm also just tired of people talking. Like I saw, I posted that today. Like it's like, I get paid to talk. You know what I mean? Like this is our job. Like we actually do this for a living now. And, and at the, and still, even still, I choose how I say things, right? Yeah. Y'all don't get no type of income from saying things, especially like celebrity people who are like, if you're not an artist or whatever, like if you are a working artist, I should say, there is no reason for you to make any sort of, like you could just really be quiet. You don't have to say anything. No one asked for your opinion. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked for you to say anything. Like, like you said, social media has really just given people so much confidence behind that keyboard and behind that screen. And it's just like, I would people like are so to see thirsty it. to have this like viral moment you know and it's just like no you uh, what whatever made you think that you could sit up on a podcast and and I hate really honestly that women get up on these podcasts ran by men and and lose all they goddamn sense and lose all they wherewithal and start and and just be kikiing with the men as if what they're saying is not completely just problematic to it like be if you're gonna be a woman on a podcast full of men you better you better be the woman and you better stand up and, and provide that perspective but if you just gonna let if you're just gonna be the one that kiki and agree with everything that they gotta fucking say what are you there for facts you're not there for shit you're not doing your job the whole point of different folks being on there is for perspective if you're not offering none of that shit then you can go on somewhere else what the fuck made you think that you could get on a podcast and and giggle about domestic violence while all all while being employed by a domestic violence survivor i don't understand why that wasn't a thought to you by a domestic why, why violence you, survivor why she was a fenty ambassador oh Drea was a Fenty ambassador. She not no more. Mm. Why? Why you think you could play with up in Rihanna's face like that? And Meg is a Fenty ambassador too. Her. I'm not understanding. If if anything, and this is what I mean. This is what I meant last week about really getting in, you know, ahead of the game and and con- being able to control your narrative and you know get certain things out there before you really pop you know what I'm saying like if you're not thinking how can you sit up here and say that you're about your bag and you're about money and you're about business and not think about how the things you say can affect your business but even further from that because honestly it's, it's fuck business in this in this whole conversation right right how could you as a woman you know what i'm saying sit there and laugh about some shit like that because dre if you sat up there and got your ass beat god forbid 
you wouldn't want nobody to laugh at you. You wouldn't want nobody to say, oh, but it's see, that people, cute Bobby and Whitney shit. Um, let's not stop romanticizing Bobby and Whitney. None of that shit was cute. Facts. It also just like proves that um, because we talked about this previously on uh, last season, just uh, about what's her name? Um, Fabulous's girl. Oh, wife, Emily. Emily. Yeah. They're expecting another baby. And I think the bigger picture um, that I'm noticing is that a lot of women think that it's cute. They think that it is acceptable. They're, they accept it in their own lives so that so they feel that other women should as well. Yeah. Now, if that's your opinion and you're okay with like violent relationship that you have between you and your partner, that's your opinion. I don't want us to continue to spread that narrative to other people and to younger women girls exactly. who, to think that that is okay that you should right. be fighting with your partner exactly you don't have a relationship with someone to fight that's not the point of it no i'm not saying that you won't get into arguments or disagreements rather but there's a way i mean just fighting in general and this is coming from someone who literally just got into a scuffle not with a nigga but you know whatever it's coming from someone who fights <laughs> i believe that there, I believe that things don't have to be resolved from physically harming someone when they're when we're grown enough to have mature conversations, especially not between a man and a woman. A man, one, should never put his hands on a woman, period. Even if the woman decides to put put his hand, her hand, which is not okay either, on him. My mom has always taught my brother, and his dad has always taught him the same thing, and with my younger brothers as well. There's no excuse. You, you're bigger yeah. than the woman, period. Yeah. Like, if she be in your ass, you need to figure out how to just, like, kind of hold her and down. If you're not like, bigger than the woman. Because, I mean, we did find out that Tory Lanez is a smooth five. He's five, two, okay? No, that no, not fine, two. He's five, two, okay? <laughs> He's five, two and 130 pounds. Right. Well, yeah, and even if don't you're even not bigger, him. even if you're not bigger than the woman, bigger than the woman, and she's, you know, manhandling you. The point is that, for one, we should just stop. We should just stop. Like, they yeah, don't, don't get in a relationship to just say, oh, well, even if he did. Like, like this whole uh, notion that, you know, there has to be this, like, deep suffering in order to, ex you know, later experience some type of joy in a relationship as Black women. Like, no, we don't have to suffer. We don't have to put up with bullshit. Uh, we that don't is have a to, word. We don't have to be hurt. But you know why? That we're worth that we're worthy of love like our our worth should not be you know attached to how long we stuck around through some bullshit come on somebody no you know you know why we feel like we have that that is love because that's what we're accustomed to you're mm -hmm. accustomed to being hurt you're accustomed to not feeling wanted or not being desired or desirable okay. so as soon as you find someone who's showing you some sort of affection whatever that may look like you don't even know what affection is supposed to look like you mm -hmm. i think that before that before we start to establish relationships with people um uh, be it uh platonic be it um intimate whatever that is you have to first love yourself and decide choose how to be loved how do you how do you choose to love yourself what does that look like ask yourself these types of questions why are you seeking out love 
without mm-hmm. having it within first. So yeah. these questions, once you have the answers to those, then you, then you don't even got to seek it. It's going to, the right person mm-hmm. and the right energy is going to come to you. That was the most important thing that Meg said on her live. She said that right now she's just not in a space, you know, things have been changing in her career and things are, are changing in her life. You know, she's evolving and it was happening so fast. She hasn't even been able to really process anything that's happened. Yeah. So it's not the time to have new relationships. It's time for you to get right within period like that that this is the space where you heal and then i promise you i guarantee you anybody listening to this that the things that are for you are going to come to you i'm not in a position to have a new relationship or a new friendship because i have to get my shit together here this has to be okay before i can right then have add somebody else because all you're gonna do is just add more madness on top of your madness Mm -hmm. that's it that's the end of that no new friends, no new booze until you get right within. Period. Period. You gonna wear this period. I am. Okay. Roller Ray <laughs> be having me crying. Roller Ray said he was gonna roll over your feet 50 cent next time you start jumping crazy. Okay, so don't find yourself. Listen, last time I was in DC, I saw Roller Ray down at Gallery, okay? <laughs> Crossing the street. <laughs> and it was it, it was the highlight of my time. Okay, but <laughs> I hope I pray that you never find yourself in Gallery Fifty Cent, and I hope <laughs> that if you do, that Rolling Ray is there waiting on you, ready At to hike dome. that damn scooter up and run over your feet because you deserve. I'm I'm so tired. Like it's just, and it's and it's it's crazy because, and I said this early on Twitter, if you keep getting in the same situation, like if the same people, if you if you have the same problem with different people it's you it's you you're the common denominator why do you think so many things are going bad because you're the common denominator does it and and that's why i feel like you know when black men are like oh y'all always tearing us down y'all always got saying well if you would listen if if all of these black women are saying they don't feel protected then maybe it's actually true Mm-hmm. maybe maybe they actually we actually don't feel protected for real and then and then it's time for y'all to look within and say well why don't they feel protected it's like they want to sit up here and subscribe to this whole you know to this this patriarchy you know like that they've been born into you know when it benefits them you know and they want to be a, a man's man you know whatever that is you know what i'm saying and put off you know this this strength and stuff like that but the real strength lies in in how you protect your own. Facts. Facts. If if you can't have us, I just I don't, I don't understand. And I think you know, there's a I don't I'm not trying to make this a gender war. There's you know improvement that can be done on both sides, but you know as a, and I want to bring up some stats because there was like an info graphic that was like okay research that was it was i love research it was an infographic that was floating around um instagram a couple of days ago um and it says black women have a homicide rate that is twice the average uh homicide rate for all women 56 percent of these homicides are committed by current or former intimate partners 92 percent of these intimate partner homicides are interracial and committed by black men Black women experience domestic violence at a rate 35% higher than that of white women and 2.5 times higher the rate of women of other races. 
Jesus. And then it goes on to say, what's so funny about a Black woman in pain? Why is it so easy for the world to dehumanize Black women? And why does the world partake in the ritualistic consumption of Black women's suffering? Mm. Mm. Wow. If we're in a relationship, so so if that is not alarming to you, that the fact that if a Black woman is in a relationship with a Black man, that, and, and God forbid, they pass due to homicide that 92% of, you know, like that, what? That's crazy. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a wild ass percentage. That's I was not expecting that. a wild that. ass percentage. Mm-hmm. 92%. The thing is they expect us to harbor their conflict with the world. And that's not fair. And we can't do that. And we Stop can't putting do that, that because on we have our us. own. Right. We have our own. Like, we can't sit up here and hold. And that's why, you know, when people, when black, you know, guys want to be upset about folks saying, like, black men are the, the white men of black people, like, or the white women of, of black people, like, and they want to be all about But it's true. It's you seek validation. True the victim and you because as soon as we start talking start talking about our pain it's oh well what about us y'all nobody ever wants to sit up here and talk about black men and their experiences with sexual assault up until black women start talking about their experience with sexual assault which nine times out of ten is at the hands of another black man mm-hmm. and all of it well why are y'all not well y'all can talk about this anytime that's the thing and 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 that's where i think you know that's why I say it's it's on both sides. Improvement can be done on both sides. Because, I agree. I mean, I, I we're, agree. we're guilty of, of, you know, holding up this, oh, like, you know, black men need to be, you know, super strong. I don't want to see no nigga cry. And, you know, he got too many feelings for me. He's soft and, and all this other stuff. And we really need to allow them the space to be vulnerable. Emotionable. You know, emotional. <laughs> and emotional and to be themselves. And maybe that will alleviate some of this, but see, I think I think we've accepted that though. Some of us have have started to accept that men can be vulnerable and emotional and yeah. express themselves. Now, what I will say that black women can do better about is not feeling the need to protect everyone. Like no. protect yourself. At this point, we've realized that we have done all the caring that we could do. And at this point, it's not um our obligation to save the entire human race period and that's that's what we have to come to terms with we also have to come to terms with the fact that we don't have to accept black men's bullshit just because we want to be with a black man like no absolutely not you black woman don't have to deal with bullshit just because you want to be or you desire to be with a black man i would rather you be by yourself than to deal with things that are unacceptable just to okay. be desired just because you want to be desired by a man yes, like so. desire yourself and i promise you the right the right uh, affection like i said will come to you the right relationships the right intimacy will come to you because otherwise you're going to go seeking out things that are not meant for you Mm -hmm. period and you're going to go save someone who needs the healing and i've been in a position in a relationship where i was there to heal someone else but that that should never have been my responsibility yeah i accept i i made that my responsibility it was my choice and we talk about choices we have to make better choices for ourselves and to really protect our mental and our and our uh, the progression of our healing as a whole. This is all going to 
benefit us in the long run. So I just really hope that, you know, those that are listening, especially my, my girlfriends, y'all are like working within so that you're inviting the right things into your space, um, especially yeah. when it comes to men, because we don't, we don't have time for none of that energy. And that the, what it will fo- force men to do who are not prepared to love a black woman is to heal themselves. That's yeah. what's going to, you're going to have, you, nobody's going to deal with you because they're like, oh, Sammy and E warned me about that. My girlfriends warned me, like, I got to stay away from men like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, do you have a small play? <laughs> well, before we finish, yeah. just want to say, you know, we love you, Megan the Stallion. I'm praying for you and your healing and not just physically, but mentally and emotionally going through something as traumatic as this situation. And on top of the grief that she was already experiencing, like I just, yeah, we really are feeling for you. And we, and we hope that Absolutely. at some point you'll feel protected and safe again. Cause I know it's going to take some time. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, Okay, Black-owned businesses. I do have one. So, shout out to my girl, Ari. She will probably be listening to this. But um, my homegirl, Ari, she started her own catering business called Ari's West Sides. Nice. Um, And she's on Instagram at Ari, A-R-I dot West Side. Um, So every week, you know, she's cooking up some good eats. Last week, I had my uh, cheat meal with her for the week. And I cheated. I cheated like What you have? Okay. Um, She makes an incredible chicken sandwich. You was about to say an impeccable. (laughs) Impeccable, incredible. It was all the edibles. Okay. (laughs) Um, It was great. She makes a great chicken sandwich. I had some macaroni and cheese. It was very good. Good Baptist macaroni and cheese. Good Baptist mac and cheese. I do enjoy. Really gave me like churches let out, um, and they got some food. Maybe you went to like. mm, Actually, I'm not gonna go that way because we never had macaroni and cheese. But you know. Maybe you just got out of a, a long fume, you know, imagine you're like, sometimes I wonder, this is off topic, but sometimes I wonder how was Aretha Franklin's repast food? Because that was an eight hour funeral. I need you. So to I know get that, that off the, get I off, no, <laughs> you put that macaroni much. and cheese and that chicken and them string beans were on point. Get away from me with this. Get away from me no, with I this. No, I will not. No, Why I will not. Because y'all know ever? about, y'all know the repast chicken be good. Y'all know the mac, the repast mac and cheese be good. They said, y'all. what you choosing? The, the baby shower meatballs or the repast chicken? I'm going to go meatballs myself. And I don't even eat that, but I'm going to go meatballs. What you choosing? I'm choosing repast chicken. Wow. There's a a, listen, that does not mean I don't appreciate a good baby shower meatball. There's a time and a place for them, you know, and I'm always happy to indulge in a meatball when there's one around. But got it. Got it. You know, anyway, mac and cheese was delightful. Uh she had cinnamon rolls, great. She gave us a little red drink. I ain't had Kool-Aid like that. I don't even know if it was (laughs) Kool-Aid. I ain't had punch like that in a long time but it was so so good um so shout out to her if you're in atlanta um please hit her up again her instagram is ari a-r-i dot west side um and she does like she's had like catfish plates i'm really trying to catch that catfish plate because i've been wanting some catfish catfish okay um she's done like shrimping uh shrimping grits uh she has like red velvet cake like it's it's yeah the girl be throwing down Okay, nice. so if nice. you're hungry, 
and you trying to support somebody black. I love to see it. Um, I didn't really have a small black uh, or a business to share at first, but now that we're talking about food and if you're in the LA area, I do have a fellow Howard alum, um, Booty Meat Kitchen. Shout out to Ogie. Oh my Booty gosh. Meat Kitchen. His place I've be going seen. off. I had the pasta, the rasta pasta from him and it was delicious. He always has like, I mean, just anything you can imagine. He's done like a um, uh, oxtail burrito, I think. Was that him? Mm. Or some sort of burrito that was just kind of like, y'all follow Booty Meat Kitchen. Um, <laughs> he named it Booty Meat Kitchen because he knew people would make that exact reaction. No, that my face is not to oh. the name. Although, listen, I've seen this name float around on Twitter and I'm like, Booty Meat Kitchen. <laughs> But I'm very intrigued by the oxtail burrito. I'm, I think it. I don't know if. I, okay, let me not misquote because I'm sure he can do it. But I'm not sure if this was from him. I, but I did see an oxtail uh, burrito. But his place be going off is what I'm saying. And he's in the Island Empire area as well as he delivers downtown LA um, certain times. So definitely hit up uh, Ohi if you're ever in the area. Um, he is doing his thing, Booty Meat Kitchen. He um, also is doing like a 365, uh, basically like he makes a meal every day and post it. So he did that. Oh, it's the, it was the leftover barbecue egg roll, but he Ooh. does like a bunch of different types of egg rolls, burritos. Mm. Yeah, it was an oxtail burrito. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, the food looks amazing, y'all. It's just, wow. It's that just, that wow. looks great. I'm so sad that like I feel like my LA plans are about to be pushed back because COVID. Um, yeah, I know it sucks. It is what it is. But I I have a list of places <laughs> that you're trying to try. That yeah. I'm trying to try. I'm trying to be. I'm going to be out there for two weeks. So I got two weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, and dinner to eat. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited to see you, girl. I'm excited. Yeah, we can still make shit shake, um, I feel, if you still want to. But we'll we'll discuss that off the record. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. I'm happy we have businesses to share and support today. And make sure y'all support if you're in the Atlanta or L.A. area and you're looking for some food, you're tired of cooking. Definitely hit up our friends. Um, yeah, this was great. All righty. <laughs> Loved it. It was good talking to y'all. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. As always, you can follow me at Sammy Approved on all social media platforms. And you can follow me um, at E Told You So on all social media platforms. You can follow the podcast at Girlfriends Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can also visit our website at girlfriends.com for all the episodes and things like that. You can follow our YouTube. Yeah. Um, this video which, will be up, which will be linked on the site as well. Um, yeah, you can, and you can email us at girlfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, like us on Facebook, too. We're there, Girlfriend's Pod. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, you know, we always forget Facebook, but Facebook's still there, and they, they be engaging with us on it there, be, too. It be some mess on Facebook, show. It do. It do. I try to stay away from the mess, though. We staying away from the mess 2020. The rest okay. of 2020, we just moving forward. I love to see it. We love y'all. Have a good week. Yes, bye. Baby. <laughs>